0: You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint.
1: Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler, this is Clint.
0: What's up, y'all?
1: We are back with episode 100.
0: Episode 100, I mean, we've actually gone through these pretty... It doesn't seem like it's been that long, and we're already at 100 episodes.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking. I was going back and looking at our um, our start date, where, like, you know, obviously 104 would be two years. So, right around the corner.
0: Wow, that's amazing to think that this is actually how this has lasted. It was just kind of a weird experiment we did at the beginning. It's amazing that this lasted this long. I got a special trip I took. I don't think I did it for the 100th episode, but it's cool that it kind of happened that way is I took an impromptu trip to the Lodge over there in Round Rock and saw that place. And I hadn't been there since they expanded it. I hadn't been there since Doug Polk, Andrew Neamey, and Brad Owen uh, bought it. And I tell you what, it was impressive even before all that happened, even more impressive now. The place is huge.
1: Someone said at one of the poker rooms I was playing at that they have a cash game side and a tournament side. Is that true or is that— Kind of just something I overheard.
0: No, it was definitely true, I think. It's so big, I'm not even certain where the tournament side was. That's what I was about
1: to say. I was like, plus you probably went when there was no tournaments going on,
0: right? No, there was a tournament going on at some point. During the day, in the middle of a day on a Tuesday, no no less. And guess what? I didn't even know where it was. So, uh, that's how big this place is.
1: How lucky would you be if you're one of those people who just... A poker player who lives right near the lodge, and then that place just turns into an empire right next to you.
0: Oh, you're going to love this next little spill I'm about to give (laughs) because the lodge is unlike playing at any other place. And I noticed it, I, I noticed this a little bit before they expanded, before, you know, Doug Polk and everybody else bought the place. But at the 1 3 game, it was very almost clickish, like before, and they was very like on the stream they, everybody was very into the stream that they had, who was playing on it, who wasn't I, not so much at one two, but at one three. it was very like used, kind of a weird environment almost.
1: It doesn't sound clickish, it sounds more like people were kind of I don't want to say gossiping, but you know kinda yeah, kinda <laughs>
0: I mean, just very and then I go to like a, this one two game that I'm playing in. And sure enough, like one guy and this other guy are just kind of talking about it and who's when they're gonna play on this stream or who they're gonna go and you know hang out with it. Hustler, who they every like other word was like who they knew or something. I thought it was very. I once the first time I kind of thought it was just a one off thing, and then it's I was like you can tell like the people who play at the lodge love that they play at the lodge. I mean they're very into. Just the poker scene, more than anything I've seen.
1: Would you say they're kind of making a community over there?
0: I would say it's definitely a community of sorts. And it's definitely interesting to see. Like, Houston is very different because you have all these places. Like, you could argue about five places if they're the place to play in Houston, right?
1: Oh, I mean, just really just depends on where you live, what side of Houston.
0: Yeah, it's a... Uh, but I mean, you could make an argument for Texas Card House in spring. You could make an argument... For, like, I think Elite Social has a lot of uh, tables, 101 Katie, Spades. But in Austin, I don't think there's anything even close to the lodge.
1: No, oh, yeah, I agree. Like I said, here in Houston, it's just literally just where you live is kind of dependent on the best place to play.
0: Yeah. And then I was at the, another table the next day, and then one guy was like, What is, what, ha-? I forget. He was like looking for a poker term. He's like, I, You know what? I'm going to text Doug. Should I text Doug and him and the dealer for like for about forty-five minutes are like discussing if he should text D- like Doug Polk, I assume. I mean, God, I hope so. Because you should never be that flustered over texting another dude ever. I mean, I don't care how famous they are, but I mean, I was just like, everybody's very enthralled with just the entire environment down there. And it's kinda it's kinda weird and also kinda fun to see at the same time.
1: What did he want to text him about? That's what I want to know.
0: Oh God, it was. It wasn't up stuck. Well, I'm surprised that
1: you didn't know the answer.
0: Well, okay, it was. I'm not even sure it's actually an answer. Uh, the uh, he's like, there's a term for when you're down so much that even if you double up, you're still stuck. Yeah, shithole.
1: Yeah, that's what the <laughs> dealer was like. Buried. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's
0: a. Uh, so I'm, I've am never heard anything like that. So it, I'm sure there is probably a term for it because there's a term for everything. But uh, it's just a very, like I say, a very interesting environment. Uh, a couple things they do there that I really like. It's time. Uh, a lot of places on Texas are, is that's what you're supposed to be. But there are some that aren't. Uh, it's $11 an hour now. It's not 10 which I think is fine. That seems very fair to me. I mean, I don't
1: think that dollar's making or breaking anyone.
0: I don't think so either. Uh, another thing that they did that I thought was very good is they don't have a daily uh, daily membership fee. But,
1: That's so nice. Oh, oh, there's but, always but, a but.
0: There's always a but. Uh, they have, you have to either do a weekly or a monthly.
1: That's a big but.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the weekly's $15. So if you play... I mean, three I mean, times a week. That's only five dollar entrance versus a ten dollar everywhere else here that does time.
1: Oh, I mean, normally it's a ten dollar entrance, so fifteen is perfectly. If anything, all it does is in- incentivize you to show up more often. But I mean, that's very reasonable.
0: Yeah, I didn't ask what the monthly was, but I thought that was that was something I. Well, I was kind of annoyed because I thought I was only gonna play there one time for my trip, but ended up being two and ended up saving some money. So it was. Uh, I thought that was good. I enjoyed, like, it's pretty light and bright in there. I don't like the dark-themed poker rooms. So, very, very nice on that. The chairs and the tables are in excellent condition. Uh, TV layout was pretty amazing. You could see, like, I'm big on watching the games while I play. You can see them from everywhere. Uh, All the dealers, super professional. The only thing I didn't like is I like my drinks on ice and they were only giving like canned drinks and stuff like that. So that was a minor thing for me, but it's minor.
1: Super minor. I like my drinks in the can, so. Well,
0: <laughs> for me, it was a, it was a thing. Uh, but everything else was uh, super, like I say, I, I'm, I've always considered that one of the best run poker rooms in uh, Texas and I will say it's still there. It's still right up there.
1: Well, I guess Let's get to the good stuff. How'd you do at the poker room?
0: Uh, so, end up going. Was it that? No, Monday night is the night that I ended up playing. Uh, I put. I go instantly on the list for one, two, and one three. I will say this: it took a long time to get on one three game, like probably two and a half hours. So I think they only had one or two tables, and they had like seven seven tables of one two.
1: That's kind of weird, huh? Well, isn't that side sort of town all like a ton of 1-2? I that believe kind of the so. I
0: think that's a normal thing for Austin, uh, which is fine. I don't mind it. I just would have liked to have got on a 1-3 table a little bit earlier. But eh, it's, it's a minor thing. Uh, Ace-King of Hearts. I, I have one hand that was pretty, pretty uh, interesting. I have Ace-King of Hearts. I make it 15 over a $5 straddle, and it goes 5 to the flop. The flop is Ace-Deuce-Five. As you know, in these situations, I'll normally bet kind of small. Uh, I bet 25 and two call. So the flop is Ace-Deuce-Five. of Ace-King of Hearts uh, and two call.
1: Any hearts on the swamp?
0: I think there was one. Okay, that's so nice. The, uh, the turn is a four, putting a one card straight out there. But I'm like, how often... I mean, it would have had, someone has to float with a gutter, which I did make it small. makes it possible. But I feel like this is kind of weak to just check here.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. I think we're still going for value here until told otherwise.
0: Okay, I'm glad to hear we're on the same page. Uh, I bet 100, a player calls, and then the other player folds. So, it's now heads up. The river's a three, putting a five-card straight on the board. I mean, this is
1: just all sorts of not the run out we're looking for.
0: I mean, just it just seems like the worst run out possible, right? Uh, I just check. I'm like, I'm not going to do the thing where I just jam and try to, you know, get him off this chop. Uh, but he does jam. And he jammed for a lot, too. It was like three. I think it was would have been my all in. It was like, it, I think that at this point, it would have been like 250 or so. Uh, no it was like a 250 would have been thinking about it, but I think it was like 150 125, or 150 more. Uh, I can't uh, a backdoor flush hit on that river, and you could obviously have the six for the top, top end of the straight, but I just I don't think he can get there with these hands very easily. I mean, that means he has to call my $100 bet with a, with just a random gutter ball or a flush draw.
1: Yeah, I think you're just side calling, right?
0: Yeah, I called. He actually had a three on the turn. He had turned a straight, and the three came on the river to put it as a the uh, straight on the board, and we chop. He had me dead to rights on this hand.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> so it's a uh, so I really got lucky on that one. So I was like, oh well. Thank God that I just didn't start out that that way, because I mean I was I mean I was concerned, but I was like, well, he could have a three, but I mean, is it went more and more? There's also random two pairs that people just randomly play, so especially when they're connected like that. Uh, let me see. Here. I mean, man,
1: that would have been just a complete disaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, let me get your thoughts on this one. It's a uh, I had 7 8 of spades in the small blind the hijack raises to 15 I call and the big blind cl- calls So 3 to the flop the flop is A 7 7 with two clubs Hijack makes it 15 I check or I checked big blind checks and the hijack bets 15 Do you just call or do you raise
1: I would like a raise here
0: Okay I did raise to 45 thinking I'd do this with a lot of flush draws and stuff like, like that. I like a
1: little bit of a bigger raise, but okay, continue.
0: Well, it doesn't matter because he snap folds. Yeah. But I was, I was wondering, I was like, well, maybe that's played that a little too strong. But I was like, well, if he's folding to my seven there, he's also folding to my clubs when I'm raising there. So at the end of the day, I think, it, I mean, I'm pretty well balanced at least.
1: As long as you're raising with your clubs there.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: Are, are you raising with your clubs there sometimes?
0: Well, 100%. Okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I probably not all my clubs. Uh, like seven seven, I probably raise like queen jack of clubs or like eight nine of clubs or five six. Like stuff where I have like outs to ha- like like I can. I'd probably barrel on some straight draws and stuff like that that I turn.
1: No, absolutely. I was just. I don't know how often I raise there without the flush draw, or with the flush draw, but I like how it's played. I mean, I like how you kind of make that dynamic with that player so that he can't, because we, we always talk about, you know, combating that down bet is raising him sometimes with bluffs and made hands, so I like to see you combat that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Now this is the hand of the night. So they call me, like, the table at 1-2 was probably one of the worst tables I've been at in a while. It was—everybody was—I mean, people were leaving because it was—everybody every, was actually pretty decent. Uh, I'm probably just around what I bought in for, nothing crazy. Like, I think I was up maybe 50 bucks or something. I get called for 1-3 finally, and definitely taking it, especially on a shitty 1-2 table. So I go to one three, and I'm, you know, I'm like the last time I went to a one three table at the lodge, the players were really good.
1: Well, that's what I remember. That's why I was surprised to hear you even get on the one three list.
0: Yeah, it was a, uh, I was super sho- uh, shocked. Uh, but I'm like, well, I'm definitely gonna take stabs at, at this. And I mean, I play one three all the time. It was just a different game at the lodge. Uh, so I go there, and this is the hand of the night. Uh, it's a... Str- I believe it was straddled to six. I have pocket kings. It limps. A player makes it 20. Like, there were, uh, there were like, three limps. I'm sorry. Player makes it 20. Another player calls. Then a player re-raises to 65. That's directly to my right. Um, what do you, uh... What, I mean... Obviously, this is a raise, one hundred percent. What are you going to raise it to? Do you think?
1: I mean, this is going to be just so gigantic, right? Like with all that money behind too, like that. Um, so he makes it sixty-five. I was thinking like thirty, maybe one seventy-five.
0: Not far off. I make it one fifty.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was kind of between one seventy-five, one sixty-five. It's always kind of weird when you just do 100 on top of his bet. That's why I bumped it up just a hair because 165 was my original go to.
0: Yeah, it was. Well, when he makes it 60, yeah, it's, he makes it 65. I was like, well, I want it to be. I wanted to rope him in. Like, I'm not worried that much. I'm definitely not worried about the limps. They're obviously not calling. I mean, unless you're just limp re raising aces, which this is just going to be a disaster. Not worried <laughs> about limps calling. Uh, definitely not worried about the field caller of 20, you know, doing anything.
1: Well, we're not worried about these people, but we have to size our bet bigger because that money's also in there, right? That, that's, you don't want to give them too good of odds if they fold. We're not worried about them. We're assuming they're folding. So we don't want to give them great odds to call, right? We want to at least charge
0: a little bit. I don't really worry about that on four bets.
1: Well, yeah, we were talking about sizing down a little bit, but I feel like whenever there's that much money behind, I kind of bump it up just a hair. That's just kind of my thought oh, on that.
0: Yeah, I do think so, Cause, cause, and that is my theory on three bets, uh, 100%, because, I mean, people are more likely to call, but, I mean, if someone's got 20, like, say it's 150 to 170, I mean, if they've only got 20 invested, they're getting pretty shitty odds already.
1: 100%, I'm talking about
0: the guy who three bet you. Oh, the guy who... You threw- don't want him
1: the- to see all these fools, see all that dead money out there, and then think only $70 more or something.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I make it 150 and the three better calls.
1: Seems perfect.
0: The flop is queen 10-6. He checks...
1: 100 here?
0: Uh, oh, just about. I bet 125. I... Do you Well, one, what do you think about this flop? Because I was not thrilled at this flop. I thought he could play queens this way. I thought he could play tens this way. I mean, I guess it's not changing how I bet. But, I mean, I was I was a little concerned about this flop.
1: Um, I'm more worried about tens than I am queens. But, I mean, this is just kind of one of those ones that this is how I go down. This is how I go down kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I was kind of the same thing. I was like, well, it's... This is just one of those things that I think, like, I forget what the SPR was, but I think it was low enough that it really ceased to matter. Uh, I bet 125, and he gives it up. Uh, Which later he said he has ace-queen. I'm not certain. It was really weird, because, I mean, I was at this 1-3 table. I thought everybody was going to be super good. He's like, I had ace-queen. I was like, that's a really good fold. He's like, well, you bet... Gigantic. I was like, I bet super small. He's like, well, you bet so big on the river. I'm like, we didn't even go to the river. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean. I'm like, you just played one big pot in two hours, and it was a four-bet pot where it was almost 400 into the, into the flop. How do you not know one detail about this flop you were in? <laughs> wow. I mean, you're lucky you won in this game. <laughs> I mean. I mean. God, because I was expecting, because he looked like one of those guys who's real, like, I don't know, like, some people just give that aura. He's, like, real skinny with glasses, like, you know, seems like one of those guys who studies or whatever, the way his actions were. <laughs> yeah, I'm stereotyping, whatever. Uh, you just got to cancel me. Uh, the uh, So, yeah, I was like, I was just so shocked, because we had another one where he, I three bet him with ace-queen, and... Uh, He calls with Jax, and he ends up uh, winning it when I give up on the flop. But, uh, and he's like, I show him, at the end, I was like, I turn over ace-queen. I'm like, oh. And he's like, oh, that's what I had on that other pot. And I was like, then he (laughs) goes, then he tells me about the pot, every detail, literally every detail from the bet sizing to the river. I mean, he's like, on the river. I'm like, we didn't even make it to the turn. (laughs) So that's. I wasn't as baffled by the skill level this time as I was last time. I'll put it that way, yeah,
1: good to see your skill increased,
0: but I ended up uh making a profit of two hundred. I kinda like I uh, kind of went up and then kind of went down for a little bit, but ended up with a profit of of two hundred, which I was pretty happy with.
1: yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've been mean, talking about being flustered after that one <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know what to say.
0: I just don't know how you can get a pot that, that gigantic and not have I mean, I feel like I feel bad about myself that I don't pay enough attention to like other people's hands at the table. I mean this is a hand he was actually involved in, so I don't know. And it obviously I think I can hang with these dudes.
1: <laughs> well, I went and had a session at one oh one Katie. Okay. And I mean I guess I'm gonna start off with I mean, this is basically the hand that afterward the guy was dying to know what I had. Oh, here one second. Before I get on to that, whenever people say what they had, unless I see them turn the cards over, I almost never believe them.
0: Okay, and I knew you were going to say that. Uh, The problem being is when he three bets and I four bet and he calls, like there's not a lot of things that make sense. I, I mean, at least like, because, obviously, there couldn't be queens. Obviously, there couldn't be tens. I did think maybe jacks. But for that bet, like, ace I mean, you're going to be up against ace-king sometimes there. So, I, I do agree with that, but I also could not place many hands. Like, yeah, narrowing that down, I didn't know how many hands he had there. But it did cross my mind that he could be lying to me.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, well, I guess we'll start with, um. let me see real quick. We'll start with this session here real quick. So this is when you were at the lodge. So I sit down the very first hand. Let's see. Okay. So the very first hand I make, I have pocket Kings. I make it 30. I get two calls. The flop comes five, five King. Oh, here one second. Got my notes mixed up. My bad, man.
0: Oh <laughs> <That laughs> like, like, that hand never happened.
1: <laughs> no, that hand was from
0: last week. Oh, it was it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one second, let me find my proper notes from I wanna make sure I have the right session going.
0: It's uh but yeah, the uh it was really cool uh, to go and see the whole Austin deal. I was I was pretty blown away by that place. It's uh I wanted to go to Texas Cardhouse and some of the others, so I might give that a shot next time I'm down there.
1: All right, here we go. So now we're back on track. Okay. <laughs> so I have pocket nines in the straddle, right? Um, I make it 21. I get two collars. So that's good. Oh, um, so
0: you, it was you straddling? Yes. From the button? Yes. Okay.
1: The flop comes jack nine deuce rainbow. 18.
0: Wait. You made it 21? Yes. Seems like that's that's l- smaller than your normal raise, right?
1: 100%. Don't know what's going on, but that's the note, so that's what I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so
0: twenty one sixty about sixty three to the flop okay uh what's the flop
1: um jack of diamonds nine of hearts deuce of spades um okay. person checks the next person donks fifteen i actually raised to thirty five um he calls the turn is the eight of clubs i mean you are just
0: all kinds of small this one that's a different that's a very small raise. To be raising his donk bet,
1: yeah. No, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, like, if anything, I'm always like Tyler. You bet way too big. I mean, like Tyler was like min raise all the way down. Okay, so you make it thirty five. He calls. Well, he I'm, obviously calls.
1: <laughs> I'm so strong here. I wanted to rope in that person behind because that person behind is someone that we'll just say we would like to see them in that hand.
0: Well, what was what, what, what was the flop again?
1: Jack nine deuce rainbow, and I have the nine of set of nines.
0: I mean, yeah, but I mean, you have some bluffs here. Like, I mean, queen ten would be a very obvious bluff. Eight ten would be an obvious bluff. I think king queen would be wait. It was an, it was a uh, yeah. King queen would be a a bluff here and there. So I don't know. It's a, but yeah, agreed.
1: Okay. Um, the turn is an eight. Um, she checks, but she starts to bet. Um, so I think she's pretty strong here.
0: This is kind of a shitty card.
1: Yeah, but based on how this person's been playing, um, I was thinking that I could get, she could have two pair here and be over about over um, valuing it. Right. I actually bet a hundred thinking that she's gonna be trying to get all in here. She's pretty short stacked, yeah, okay. She then folds, but I thought that was kind of a weird hand.
0: that's kind of a weird hand. It's a uh that's I mean, I think you're too strong to not go for value there. But I am... I mean, that's kind of a worrisome card, though, at the same time.
1: I mean, my next exact note to you after I wrote that one down was that 100 was kind of a trash bet. It should have been a
0: lot smaller. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, well... Because, I mean, not only, like, are you kind of defending against just what could be a monster, but also, like, it could scare a queen, right? Oh, 100%. But, I mean... Wait, not a queen. A jack. A jack is what you're targeting.
1: But what I was... um, well, and a queen, because a queen would be, well, queen was open ended, right?
0: Yeah. Well, queen 10 was open ended. Uh, that's what made the straight. But I was thinking, like, that could scare a jack that the straight kind of hit. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Yes. But in hindsight, kind of a trash bet. Would have liked to size down there. That one kind of got Which is a... weird,
0: because you bet small as shit the entire <laughs> way down until then.
1: <laughs> well, now here here's a pretty interesting hand. Okay. I'm in the big blind. Um, someone makes it $10 to go. One three game, no straddle. Basically, the whole table calls comes to me. Are you completing here with 7-8 um, offsuit?
0: I don't think it's the worst if you do. Uh, it probably should be a fold from a deal, but I it, like you're saying like six or seven people are in this?
1: Yeah, but the whole table. It's just me to complete the family pot.
0: Uh, it's probably not the worst to complete here.
1: I do complete, um, the flop comes nine of clubs, 10 of diamonds, Jack of spades.
0: Oh, wow. Well, definitely glad you completed now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say you were going to lose the (laughs) blinds. Yeah. (laughs) uh, So I check. Then a guy bets 50 into this pot. Okay. Folds to me. What are you doing here?
0: He bets 50. I uh,
1: And we are extremely deep here.
0: If you're extremely deep, I like a call, not a raise.
1: Ooh. Ooh, that's where we went the other way with it.
0: Well, I mean... I'm, I'm
1: trying to get all the money in here, and I mean, if I'm only calling, there's no shot I get this 1,000
0: in here. I mean, if you get a 1,000 in there, I think you're running into King-Queen, a shitload.
1: Yeah, but... I'm still trying to play for, I mean, I'm still trying to play for stacks, basically, kind of thing. Whatever. I do
0: not think you should be. I mean, there's a gigantic, there's, I mean, seven, I mean, king-queen is a, a hand that a lot of people have. Are they calling? And if they're getting $1,000 in, I think you're very weird to think that it's just going to be two pair or something.
1: Well, well if he makes it 50. What do you do? I like a call. I raise to 200.
0: Mm. Ooh, God, this is a gigantic raise, too.
1: Okay. Well, here's my thought. So he bets, um, pot here basically, well under pot because it was like eighty in there. Okay. And for him to, you know, just call the ten behind, he never has king queen here. He's a pretty good player here, right? So I was thinking he never I has. Know.
0: like I don't think people are three betting king queen all the time. You don't think so? If someone makes it ten in a one three game, you just I see like four three bets in every like. <laughs> seven hour session I play like people are three betting aces kings queens and ace king sometimes not even ace king <sighs> oh I mean
1: this guy's very good he was three betting before I mean well that does help a little bit I mean this
0: is not but I still people... think like uh, even good players are going to three bet king queen suited sometimes and not three bet like king queen off
1: yeah, I don't know. I think he would be raising that hand in his position. He was in pretty early position, too. Okay. So I just, that's just what I assumed at the time. So I assumed I'm good here all day long. Okay. Um, especially with that exact player. With someone behind him, they could be calling the 10 with king-queen, I thought. Okay. So I raise big. He tanks and tanks and ends up folding. And it kills him for to know what hand I had. I told him if he listens to this podcast, he can find out. But I did fast play at the bottom end of the straight.
0: Okay, well that's a. At least he's gonna know exactly what you uh, folded. I mean, so it seems like he had two pair. He claims up two pair, yeah. Which I mean makes sense. If he's if he was that distraught about a fold, then I think that's probably what he actually did have.
1: I think he had Jack Nine. I mean, like I said, seemed like a super good player. Was three betting all the time. Pretty good fold there.
0: Yeah, that's a definitely a good fold. So I don't. Let's say I like I don't like the raise there, and I think the raise should be smaller, if you are gonna raise there. But I mean, glad you called and hit a straight as well.
1: <laughs> oh no, hundred percent that part I did like, but I don't know. I um, I thought that was a pretty interesting hand, though.
0: Yeah, that's a, a that is a very interesting hand.
1: Uh let's see. Um. I have pocket eights. I raise to 15. I got two callers. The flop comes ace of spades, deuce of spades, eight of clubs. I bet 15. I get one caller. standard, right?
0: Right. So, okay. Uh, run that back because you, you ran through that pretty quickly.
1: Um, I have pocket eights. I raise to 15. I get two callers. The flop comes ace of spades, deuce of spades, nine of clubs. Okay. I do the standard C bet of 15. Like that, get one caller. we heads up. The Lord. turn is the six of clubs. He checks, I bet 45 ish, which puts him all in and he folds. That's kind of okay. I did not really think that anything that would be calling 15 would be folding for 30.
0: Well, this is what well, you said, 45.
1: Well, I bet 45 would put him all in. So we had, less. oh,
0: he had, th- okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, well, I mean, this is one of those things I was telling you like on these small bets is you're getting just the lightest of calls when, when people are calling you, and it really helps. Because I think if you bet like 30 or 40 there, he doesn't have an ace, and he just folds. But when it's 15, he probably has like pocket sevens or is like maybe – people put those small bets as weakness all the time. So
1: if I'm as short as he is, I'm basically, as if I'm calling that 15, I'm calling my all-in kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that is weird considering his stack size. Uh, that, that, I do agree. That is kind of strange.
1: Let's see. I mean, that was basically basically it with that one. I mean, I got set over set, which was a bummer.
0: Yeah, it's always a bummer. <laughs>
1: On the plus side, he had like $130.
0: Well, that's pretty good. That's actually pretty nice. And if you're gonna, every time I get set over set, it's for like five hundred dollars. So I'm pretty happy. Pretty happy that when it happened to you, it's only a hundred thirty dollar pot. I mean, a hundred thirty dollars he had.
1: Um, let's see. <laughs> I just have one note to you. I tried bluffing on a Ace three three flop. He had Ace three.
0: Did I you imagine- get him off of it?
1: <laughs> say, I imagine didn't work. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, had a pretty good profit there for more than a buy-in. So, I was pretty happy about that.
0: Oh, that's really nice. That's a, I mean, here's the real question. What did you have to eat at 101? Because their food is freaking amazing.
1: I always eat the chicken burrito bowl with extra chicken.
0: I mean, it's like literally everything they have is great. So, you can't go wrong.
1: Um, Here was a kind of an interesting one. So, I play a next session the next day, right? Mm-hmm. And where I'm playing at here, they also have one hand to PLO and stuff, right? So it's a different location. Okay. So let me think which hand I should start with first. Because <laughs> we got some interesting situations afoot coming up. Okay. I have pocket jacks in the on the button straddle.
0: And you're on the button? Yep. Okay.
1: I make it 30. We're shorthanded here. I get two collars. Very nice the flop comes jack 4 4
0: oh wow hmm. i actually it, i let it check through here not the worst i think i think i like a small bet cuz i think i do do check this a lot and i think i do it more than more than i should but if i'm going to be betting ace high here sometimes i think i should be small bet uh, doing a small bet cuz i was thinking about that earlier today on some of these hands I was playing. But I don't mind a check-through here. I mean, nobody can have really much of anything. So, I think a check-through is fine, fine as well.
1: The turn is another four. Okay. And whenever the turn goes, he starts celebrating. Oh, that's me, that's me. I bet 55 he calls. The river is like an offsuit six. Before the river comes out, he's out of position here, and he yells, I'm all in, I'm all in, right? Okay. So then I'm sitting there, and they said, no, you can't go all in yet. The action's on him. But then someone, which I already knew, said if he checks, he's all in, right? And the dealer says, yes. So I said, okay. I check, and I call.
0: That's, I mean, exactly what you should be doing <laughs> with, you know, right here.
1: <laughs> so here's the crazy part. The player then doesn't want to – I should turn over my hand, and he says he's not all-in. He doesn't want to be all-in anymore.
0: I I bet he doesn't. (laughs) I mean, no, I've heard – like, this is part of the story. I do agree with him. I wouldn't want to be all-in either. (laughs) But – I mean,
1: for way more than – I mean, there's like a $400 all-in, right? Right. And he won't let go of his card. He won't show his card. He says, I'm not all-in. I'm not
0: all-in. Did he have an argument? He doesn't like these rules. <laughs> I mean, was he drunk? Yeah. Okay, well, at least I kind of start to understand here. But, I mean, this is, to me, just the weirdest. I, cause I almost have never seen anything like this where somebody says, all in. You're like, okay, I call. And he's like, I don't <laughs> like that no more. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not giving these chips up either no i'm like well that's that's going to be that's not going to end good for the guy who's uh there. i mean i don't know what he thinks is going to happen here but i mean just the weirdest thing ever so i assume like you eventually got paid right
1: well so i was sitting there thinking like well, i don't know what's going to happen and like an actual 5 minutes goes by
0: did the i'm all, i'm certain the floors there by now right
1: the floor started off there
0: Well, that's a good time to have the floor there. And
1: the floor's like, you are all in. It's over. You're all in. He called. You lose. Yeah. Or he has jacks full of fours is what he's showing. Can you beat it? Yeah. And he just won't fold his cards and won't give up his chips. And he's sitting there for five minutes. Just. What
0: an awkward situation.
1: I was going to tell the dealer, get in there. You get three bucks if you get those chips from him. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just sitting here forever. And then his friend, who he rolled, who he drove with or whatever, took out three hundred dollars and gave him the three hundred
0: dollars and told him to give him the chips up. And then he did. Yep. I mean, what a jackass! That I mean, you have to have, you know have your friend give you the money so you give your chips up. Because I mean, he had the chips right there. It's not
1: hundred oh, percent the chips right there. I mean, Where else would
0: they be? Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just a weird situation. It's, I don't know. Well, I he mean, basically gave
1: him those chips to rebuy.
0: <laughs> I mean, would have been, I I, I mean, I kind of almost, could, if his friend doesn't do that, I mean, it seems weird. Like, what were the other, were the other people at the table saying anything? I mean, it was the floor and the dealer telling him he had to give his chips up. And he just kept saying no? Yep. Over, it seems like such an awkward five minutes. I mean, it
1: was. <laughs> but here's where it gets more awkward. those chips that had 300 bucks still coming this way.
0: Oh, did you win those? I have
1: another story for him.
0: Oh God almighty.
1: <laughs> so about two or three hands later, almost immediately in a PLO hand, I river quads.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: And he donks a hundred out of that 300, which, you know, there's already money in that pot. Right. I just go all in. He snap calls. Dealer, make sure to get those chips first this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no kidding.
1: Um, I just scoop him again.
0: That's hilarious. So, like, they continue to let him play after that? Yeah, yeah. That seems kind of strange to me. Because, I mean, if he, if he just refused to give chips up when he lost, that seems like a problem. Uh, but, well... I'm glad they did let him play because you just got three hundred dollars richer out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so that was a pretty massive session for me.
0: That's uh, well, that's pretty damn nice.
1: I also had a pretty nice bluff there at the end, which you heard about today at Doghouse. The player was still talking about it. I, I mean, which it was kind of. I don't want to. I don't remember the betting in it because it was at the end of the night and I didn't take notes on it because uh-huh. it was you know four or five in the morning situation. Okay, I'll basically just kind of give you the. Kind of the rundown on it. We get to the river, the front door flush misses, but the board is eight nine ten. Okay. Right? Front door flush misses. He has, sorry, it was eight nine ten Jack. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, Well, I have a busted flush draw here. This is seems like the perfect time to bet.
0: Ooh, I do kind of agree with this right here.
1: So I bet I bet he said 80% pot. I was going for pot. Turns out my math, math was off at 5 in the morning.
0: That sounds about right, yeah. yeah.
1: So he tanks and tanks, and he has ace-jack. And he gives every reason why he should call. Flush misses. You can have flush, but there's tons of two pairs, which, to be fair, 100% he's right. And he tanks and tanks, and he's like, you know... Going back and forth with it and then ends up folding. And I asked him if he wants to see the bluff and he says yes. So I show him busted flush straw.
0: I mean, he acted like distraught about that bluff at the table today. But I like now that I'm hearing about it, he kinda has to fold there. I mean oh. you have a ton of you'd have a ton of hands that are going to be good here. Oh, I mean, again, that's
1: why it was bad, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you have the bottom end of the straight, the top end of the straight. Well, I guess that is the problem, is, like, you don't really have... Like, would you really do this with two-pair? Because that would be the thing I'd be concerned about, is having two-pair here. But that that board actually slows two-pair down. So I guess that would be a a concern.
1: Yeah, but that was a pretty interesting one.
0: That's pretty interesting. Okay, the one I thought you were going to talk about was the one... Oh, that's so still coming. Oh, is it? Because that, oh, yeah, that's that was probably session. the most heads-up, like, like just exploitative bluff I've ever I've heard of.
1: Well, we got to start with a different hand first. Okay. <laughs> it won't be long. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, Tease I sit, for the audience. Yeah. Um, I sit down. I have Ace King of Diamonds first hand. I make it thirty. Folds around. Guy makes it eighty-five.
0: So were there a couple limbs? I mean, thirty is a pretty big raise here. Uh, were there a couple limbs? Um, person- just a straddle. Oh, a straddle. Okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: Um, guy makes it eighty-five. The next guy calls eighty-five.
0: Okay, so now this is just easy. This is gonna be a four bet squeeze, right?
1: I go all in for five hundred. Um, guy snap calls. Guy behind snap calls. Um, it's ace king versus jacks. The other guy won't show his hand. I have ace-king of diamonds. Flop comes two diamonds, all low cards. Turn a low card, river a low card. Um, No diamonds to be had. I lose to the jacks. Then the other guy rolls over queens.
0: So, the three better, but he was the one with queens or jacks? Queens. Okay, so the guy makes it. Guy made it 20, Queens makes it 65. Guy, I made
1: it 30. He made it 85.
0: I mean, this is such a weird— I mean, how jacks ever wind up here is just ridiculous. I mean, that is really showing how bad the play is in Texas. Because when you now four-bet a a gigantic amount in five hundred with ace-king— I mean, and then there's a call before that guy gets to that guy. I mean... He had, like, 380, 400,
1: but I don't think that matters.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Because there's always... This is always going to be aces, kings, queens here at some point. I mean, between you and the other guy. Because they're all... I mean, since y'all have raised on every action that y'all have, y'all both are, unle- like, like, just uncapped here. So, yeah, I mean... It was good to, for you to get pretty good value there. I mean, you lost the hand, but yeah, I mean, you are in a really good situation.
1: Yeah, so that was sad. But um, I guess here's the bluff you were talking about. I'm in the big blind. I have King 8 offsuit.
0: Well, it's always going to start with a hand, that I'm just like, God damn it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to so- say... Did it limp around to you? For the hand's sake, let's say. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Now I feel better. (laughs) Good, good, good.
1: So I flop middle pair of the eight. But there's two spades out there. I have the king of spades. Okay. Guy makes it like 15 or 20. Four of us call.
0: I don't hate this.
1: The turn completes the flush. But it's also the... So the ace was out there. So I was drawing to the nut flush after this one. I believe it was the like 8 Oh uh, uh, no, not 8. But um let me think. It was it was under the it was like not a Broadway spade, just a random spade.
0: Okay. That's a So I mean, you're never thinking your 8 is good here, but now you have the nut flush draw.
1: Correct. Okay. And we're going to a river. But Wait, uh, no, no 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 no. Here we go. So we're go so this is on the turn, right? Okay. Guy now donks out 55. Okay. The next guy calls 55. One guy folds. Back to me. I'm tanking. I'm like, well, I have a draw to the nuts. Right? Right. I'm tanking for, you know, I don't want to say, I mean, I normally act pretty instantly. Yeah. So the guy behind me, he assumes I folded or I'm out of the hand, I folded. And he goes to go all in. Or I guess to raise, right? It was my all-in. But he goes to make a big raise. Then the dealer says, whoa, whoa, the action's over here. And I said, you know what would be real slick? Is if I go all-in here on after seeing that action, how could anybody call, right? So I ship it for two seventy five. Right. He then says, well, I don't know what you could have to be doing that with. So he folds... His jack-high flush. The next guy folds. The next guy folds. And I get to show the bluff.
0: I mean, that was probably the most heads-up exploitative bluff I've ever heard of. Uh, I mean, you might be the only person in Texas to ever make someone fold a jack-high flush. (laughs) Well, that's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, man. That was... When you told me that, I was like... Because, I mean, this is a move I'm never pulling off here. All I'm thinking about is... 55 55. And then someone just raised a deal. I'm like, well, this just everybody's just too goddamn strong here. I'm doing this was a brilliant move.
1: But, but it's funny because someone broke down the hand afterward saying that if I did have the nuts, I would have only called and made his bet stand then went all in.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. So it's in uh, because, yeah, we talked about that before, too, like after that as well. And it's like, yeah of course, if you have the nuts, you call let that action stand, and then uh, especially the other fifty fives might call as well at that point too. but in the moment, it looks so strong that i I mean it's almost like how could anybody actually you know call there that is that is an amazing bluff.
1: Wow, happy to hear it. I was out for zero, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean. I mean, just how? I mean, Um, you can't be the guy who hits three home runs in a baseball game, but the team still loses. (laughs) Wow.
1: Team lost big on this one. I'll tell you what. Um,
0: Tyler's like, other bluffs? Didn't go over that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, what happened was I lost that flip at the beginning with the ace-king versus queens versus jacks. That was a a devastating hit. I
0: mean, that's 500. Yeah.
1: Um, I rebuy. I ended up running it up to around 1,200 and for some reason I decide I need to stay because how much money do you need? Apparently more. So I stay, (laughs) and uh, I end up rivering a straight versus quads, so I lose that, and I lose a massive one because what happened was, and this
0: is— Wait, the massive one was a straight versus quads? Yeah. I mean, it seems like—I mean, you're a heads-up enough player that, I mean, you know, that's a paired board out there,
1: right? 100%. Well, obviously not. Uh, <laughs> here was my big fault, right? Okay. You know we're tagging along them versus you know um, the epitome of old man coffee. Okay. Literally, I'm looking at an old man holding his coffee.
0: That's always. Oh, I mean, let, let's go ahead and stereotype. For the sake of poker, let's go ahead and stereotype because that's usually a pretty good, a pretty, uh, a pretty reliable sign. I'll put it that way.
1: And he only called all the way down, but I made it. So here's, here's the, here's going to be the big blunder. And there's no point really. the hand played itself before this point. And here's going to be the, basically the devastating hit. I river my straight. I bet 300, which is pot. He then goes all in for 500, just under. Oh yeah. Uh, I told him, I was like, wow, literally anything that raises here has me beat. But I'm not folding, so I call, him. and I literally call and just get my car ready to mock. And he's, I'm like, you have a boat, obviously, and he says, quads. I was like, cool. So,
0: I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, like the, the the like me and you went over this, and like we we found out like the the biggest problem was just the river bet. Yeah, because I mean,
1: hundred. I mean, like, we call it the blunder for a reason, you know. Yeah,
0: so. it's a because uh, especially like on a paired board, you're kind of going for. Almost kind of finished value, really, I mean, at this point. I mean, now you're only like two pairs and stuff.
1: I mean, here's the big thing. So, it was a four-card straight out there, and I thought I was trying to knock him off of a chop. thought it was a heads-up play.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I, I hate <laughs> that reasoning.
1: Oh, no, 100%. I mean, yeah, we call it the blunder. <laughs> I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it was a good play, but that's what led to that bet happening. So,
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: Whenever someone shows no strength the whole way down on such a draw-heavy board, I was thinking that he was—I was knocking him off a chop here. But, I mean, obviously wrong, obviously bad read, bad bet, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess every now and then you'll get just really overplayed trips. To call, I mean, I don't know, on a four-card straight, yeah, not even— I'm not, Like, it'd be hard for that on a pot-sized bet, but— I mean, we all have hands that go off the rails, so, I mean, that that was yours for that night.
1: Yeah, and, um, well, what I did like was, though, I ended up kind of running it, I mean, by all means, not running it back, but getting a pretty decent snack. Right. And I ended up, the hand I went out on, um, I basically was open-ended with two overs versus someone with middle pair and a flush draw. Mm-hmm. And my overs were live, and it was literally at least the odds I was getting justified the play, and I lost. So,
0: I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's like as long as you're getting good value and good odds, I mean, it's, I mean, what happens? I mean, I mean, if you have a draw that's going to hit one out of three times, but you're getting, you know, Seven, oh, uh, eight, eight, ten times on your money. Yeah, I mean, I mean it it's so a it's a profit, even though you're gonna you're gonna lose more often than not. But it's gonna be a profit in the long run. Well,
1: like I said, I was just happy to see it was the right play at the time. Like, if I would have known the exact odds I was getting, you make that play every time. Yeah. So I was happy with that result. I mean, I was happy that I did the move I did. Did not work out though. But that's how I ended up being out for zero.
0: Yeah, that's a well. I mean, that's like I say. We all have we're all gonna have sessions where things go sideways. So it's a uh, so I've got so we I went to the lodge that one day. I had only planned on going going there, but I end up going back the next day, and I only play one two. Uh, I there's not much to say about the session. I have jack eight of spades, and I go flush over flush on somebody.
1: I mean, I'm hoping... Yeah, obviously, if you're the one with the higher flush, it's great. But.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I won't even worry about the betting down, because, I mean, if... it Like, these small SPRs, like, you're just... I you mean, it all, you, it's just a double up. I mean, unless you really blunder it. Uh. But, yeah, it was a, a player bet, Uh, and then there was one other one, and I do... This is a great hand for uh, education, because this was a badly played hand by me. Uh,
1: (laughs) That's good. I like to hear all my badly played hands are not for education. They were for the entertainment of the podcast. This one, education. This is
0: educational, 100%. (laughs) So, a player bets 15. He's a very active player. Uh, I know there's another call. I have Queen Jack of Hearts.
1: I know I'm not supposed to call here, but I'm calling.
0: Uh, I squeeze to 60. I mean, oh, I, Were you thinking of folding because it's lower about, Broadway?
1: I was thinking about folding or calling, but I kind of like squeeze better than I like the call. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know I'm always a sucker for a good squeeze play. So
0: Yeah. it's. A, <laughs> I mean, like like the player that was was pretty active, and then the other player didn't show much strength with the call. So Queen, Jack of Hearts, I, I squeeze to 60, both call.
1: I mean, what can you do? Okay. No, I, mean, not,
0: I mean, hoping for not that, but it's a. Uh, so the flop is eight, seven, four. I think rainbow. It checks to me. This is obviously the biggest blunder. Is I just lose heart. I I'd only planned on this maybe going heads up, and kind of lose heart here, and I check. Yeah. This should be a bet almost 100% of the time.
1: We had two weeks of podcasting. This is week three of talking
0: about down betting. Yeah. All your
1: range here.
0: Uh, So, I check. The turn is an ace. I think slightly for a second of representing it. But the player first to act bets pretty big. And the second player calls. Obviously, this is an an insta-muck.
1: Well, okay. I mean, let's be results-oriented. But... Seems like if you down bet something super tiny, you might get floated by ace high here.
0: Well, I, that's I would love to think that. But oh the, boy, okay, the, the sh- hand the,
1: continues.
0: The, oh well, I just it goes to showdown. The uh, first player had ace ten. The second player has ace queen. I think you know, in a hundred eighty pot, a, a down bet sixty dollars. I think a sixty dollar bet really takes us down. I mean, they really have no reason to ever try to defend against us at that point I mean it's results oriented because I mean a lot the you could run into like nines tens and jacks here a lot but and I don't think you should always be betting here multi-way either uh but it's I mean when I when on a flop like this where it's well they do have kind of range advantage a little bit but that was kind of my thought but Looking back at it, this might be a little results oriented. I think I I would normally do like a third pot bet here, uh, because I can represent all the over pairs. They can't really have that many. I mean, they definitely can't have aces or kings, uh, and most likely not queens. So I knew I had all the over pairs here. So I, I think a third bet pot third. I mean, he only has to win 20% of the time. I think it takes it down 20%. I definitely think I should be betting here, and I definitely would have won this pot.
1: I mean, I agree.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. It's a, uh, this was the worst. Uh, It was a chicken. Uh, So I'm racking up my uh, chips, and uh, they're literally in the rack on the the first night I played, the 1-3, and I have like about a $300 profit or whatever. I go in a. I have ace ten of hearts. Ah, it goes a bet. I bet there's a call, and then there's a three bet.
1: I mean, it's a fold, right?
0: Someone calls the three bet, and I think and think about it, and end up just folding. I mean,
1: that's perfectly fine. Is it?
0: <laughs> I, mean, I was like, what I I, mean, I felt like such a pansy.
1: Well, I mean, what? <laughs> What are we doing? Here? I We're don't calling. know.
0: <laughs> it's Well, I, I guess mean, I felt like a pansy because the flop came two hearts and everybody's all in. Like I mean, I mean for a gigantic is, amount.
1: This is not what we want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned I wanna turn the nut flush. One guy I but I I guess one guy shows aces and one guy flop top set with a set of jacks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this seems like the weirdest. I guess <laughs> like, this is the most results oriented, but i, so I was like, super sad. I don't want
1: to lie, but I like did. if somehow I would have put all my money in with Ace High,
0: <laughs> would have won that
1: thing. Yeah, would you have? Would you have had the absolute nuts? They're still alive, guys.
0: <laughs> well, I had the absolute nuts at that. Yeah, point. but
1: he could. He was still alive for a board pair.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. I meant
1: like this is not what we want.
0: Oh, no, I mean, yeah, I say uh oh, I was kind of, yeah, I didn't, uh, I was like, eh, like on the flop, and then turned, I was like, ooh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I was like, what aren't you calling on three bets? <laughs> yeah,
1: obviously, my range is way too tight,
0: but. <laughs> I mean, I, which is weird, because I give you shit for your loose calls, like pre-flop, and then I'm like, he three bets me. Well. I got eight queen suited. I mean, I definitely can't give it up. <laughs> so uh, Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, uh, seems well played. Seems perfectly fine and standard. Happy to see you not calling gigantic three
0: bets with it wasn't ace gigantic. ten. That's like three times or something, but. I thought about it. Happy to like, not
1: see put all your money in with just an ace. Oh, oh trust me, it was going on that flop probably
0: was going all in. What was the flop? It was <laughs> why were you putting all your money in? Two hearts. I mean, I feel like I have a I nut fl- I, it I, I have turn off Turn this podcast <laughs> off. What are you talking about? I'd have a nut flush draw, an ace. Hopefully it's live. I mean, are you folding at that point?
1: I'm definitely not putting it at $800. Well,
0: Multi-weigh
1: in a three-bet pot?
0: Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I think you should be at that point, right? All right. This has been the Texas Poker Podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week.
0: <laughs> that was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time and we'll see you next week.